0: views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Brother Mike back on the radio. Arizona, this is Brother Mike, hardcorechristianity.com. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Filthy Fridays on Hardcore. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water with Planned Parenthood, somebody comes up with something worse than Planned Parenthood. Forced abortions. Today on Hardcore. Don't call anybody today and tell them the radio program's on. Okay, this is a little bit too much. We'll keep this inside the family. This is an in house broadcast today, just you and me, you know, friends. And this is Brother Mike. I'm the counselor at the House of Healing, 34 plus years. Been on the radio over 13 years, right here in Maricopa County. On the website HardcoreChristianity.com, you can see all of our services and our ministries. It's all on the website. We've got three services every week, right? Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Teaching, healing, and deliverance in every service. If you go to the website, you can uh, catch my travel schedule. Join us on Facebook. Join us on the YouTube teaching channel. Sign up for a free seminar in February. That would be great. And you can send us a donation. Hit the PayPal button there and send us another donation. By the way, thank you for all the money you sent in last year. Paid every radio bill I, I had. Paid them all early. Thanks to you. If you need a donation receipt for 2015, send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I'll be happy to send you one. No problemo. The radio programs, of course, are accessible 24-7 every day of the year on soundcloud.com slash hardcore-christianity 24-7. God bless you. We went through the Planned Parenthood secret tapes, of course, and I guess the people that made the tapes now they're in deep trouble. Uh, I guess they're going to get uh, prosecuted for something. but anyway, what a, what Planned Parenthood was doing was uh, even shocking to sinners uh, selling body parts of fetuses, really that's that's about as that's that sounds like China. That's as low as you can go right there. If Trump heard me today, he'd get all fired up about China. But did you have to read this article that came out in the paper a couple of days ago? Worse than Planned Parenthood. Check this out. quote, A former famed restauranteur has been sentenced to nine years behind bars for slipping his girlfriend an abortion drug, resulting in the death of their unborn child. Gail Greaves was 39 years old and 13 weeks pregnant when Joshua Woodward, the owner of the restaurant Table 8, with locations in both New York and California, secretly administered the drug on three separate occasions. Greaves claims he even hid the drug, (laughs) hid the drug in a jar of pickles, placing her roommate, who was also pregnant, in grave danger. According to reports, Woodward pleaded with Greaves to obtain an abortion when he learned of her pregnancy, but she refused. The two then broke up, and Greaves was determined to raise the child on her own. In other words, they were having an affair, and uh, obviously she got pregnant, and then when he found out about it, he wanted the baby gone, and she said no, so they broke up. That's a very common thing in my experience as a counselor. I see that all the time. You, You have too. The article says, quote, However, Woodward soon contacted Greaves and claimed that he wanted to restore their relationship. He then moved to Hollywood to be with her. But prosecutors believe that it was all a ploy to get close degrees in order to force the abortion. Investigators found that Woodward had typed, quote, ways men have forced abortions, unquote, <clears throat> and, quote, evil ways to determine a, terminate a pregnancy, unquote, into his search engine on his computer. He also researched the drug misoprostol, and how long it can be detected in the person's blood. When Greaves miscarried and found a white powdery substance in her underwear, she called the police, sensing it was Woodward who had induced the miscarriage. Police then set up a sting, instructing Greaves to keep her miscarriage a secret and invite Woodward back to her apartment. When she did so, police found Woodward carrying more misoprostol and took him into custody with the drug. He pleaded no contest to an attempted murder charge in November, sending the case into the instant, uh, right into the sentencing phase. Quote, on Friday, he was sentenced to nine years behind bars as his former girlfriend gave an impassioned speech about the great pain that Woodward caused her in killing their child seven years ago. So it took seven years for this whole process to uh, play out. She said to him in court, quote, Do you really not understand what you've done to me, yourself, and your family? Greaves, now 45, said, stating that he took away her only chance to ever be a mother. Quote, I hope you can find the truth within your heart and in your soul, And just be honest, she said. You're drugging the drink you gave me. You're drugging my food. Do you really not understand what you've done to me? Reports state that Woodward stared straight ahead and would not look at Greaves as she spoke. She said, quote, While I was Googling, quote, should I vaccinate my child? What are the good schools? What are the best strollers? What are the best cribs? She said, you were Googling evil ways to force an abortion and how to use chloroform chloroform to knock me out and different ways to drug me, she lamented. Woodward is expected to serve 85% of his sentence. I did a program yesterday on on the desensitization of the human conscience, and I was using teenagers as an example. And that uh, gang rape on a school bus after a wrestling tournament—a bunch of students had had uh, sodomized a uh, another wrestler on the bus, a younger one—and I was using that as an illustration about how systematic desensitization, which is a psychiatric term and a technique for treating people who have phobias. If a person has a phobia, what the psychologist or the psychiatrist or the counselor does is that they gradually expose the patient to the offending thing or person or device or situation or photograph or what have you. And they gradually expose the person to them in very limited steps, allowing the person to make adjustments as they go to overcome the phobia, for example, the number one phobia in the United States is fear of spiders. Uh, people do not like spiders, and I, I can't say I'm, I really blame them. I'm not afraid of them, but they, they do give you a little bit of a creep factor. They are weird, that's for sure. But fear of spiders being the number one phobia, what they do, they gradually expose you, the patient to a spider. So they might have the person look at a picture of a spider, or they might have a person stand a couple of feet from a jar with a spider in it. Or they might have, and they would gradually re, re, gradually induce exposures to the patient. And then they would teach them coping skills with each step of the way. I mean, there's a lot more to it than this, but I'm kind of summarizing it because I don't have a lot of time on the radio. But what it amounts to is you're systematically desensitizing the person to their phobia so they can overcome it. Same thing with the fear of heights. You know, you first start out with one step on a ladder, and then you do the counseling and the therapy and the coping mechanism, and then you go to the second step the next week and so on. There's a gradual process, and pretty soon you've overcome your phobia. And I was illustrating that, and have illustrated that before in my seminars, that Satan's Satan knows all about that tool, and he is literally the best at it. I mean, he is the best at systematic desensitization. And in in, uh, the book of 1 Timothy, Paul says that at some point in time, people are going to abandon their faith in God, literally walk out of it. And they are going to develop a seared conscience. And that word seared seared conscience is the greek word cauterizo and it means to cauterize that's where we get our english word to cauterize and that is when you make something hard and what happens is as you're gradually exposed to sin and as you're gradually drift away from god's word as we are in america and, and as this guy did with his girlfriend Woodward was the guy's name. This guy's conscience was seared at some point while they had been broken up. He may not have done it earlier in his life, or had she known him 10 years earlier, he probably would not have reacted really that way had he not reached the point where his conscience was seared. And this is the danger in Christianity. What we're doing now is the seeker-friendly churches, the mega churches, the dumbing down of Christians in America has systematically desensitized us from the true, powerful gospel found in the book of Acts, where the gospel <clears throat> was always presented with great power, with healing and deliverance, and total repentance, and hardcore holiness— You've dumbed down the process now where you've got the mega churches and the church denominations have now robbed people of a chance to go through deliverance to get rid of their demons, to get rid of the demons that are causing their physical illnesses. Everybody prays and prays and prays for them and they can't get healed. And these things are all caused by spirits. And since the church has dumbed down the gospel and we have apostatized ourselves, our consciences have become systematically desensitized, and now we've let nothing but sin in. For example, in 1 Corinthians, Paul contacts the church, and he says, What are you guys doing? Are you crazy? You're letting some guy, a practicing fornicator, into your church? He said, A little, a little leaven will leaven the whole lump. Get rid of the guy. Well, they did. They obeyed him, and the guy repented. And then in 2 Corinthians, he tells them, Hey, listen, have mercy on the guy and forgive him and take him back. Because he might get to the point where he's despondent and might kill himself and this and that. Well, Paul was setting an example for what churches should do but won't do. And he didn't want the congregation to get systematically desensitized to fornication. So he told them to get that guy out of there. But in our churches, if you're a high donor or you donate a lot of money, nobody cares what kind of sin you're involved in. Just keep the checks rolling. Keep laughing. Keep singing the songs. Keep clapping and go, keep going through your phony Mickey Mouse third grade Christianity. What's happening here? If you have a conscience that's desensitized, I can help you. 602-636-5800. I have seen many people healed of a seared conscience. 602-636-5800. God wants to heal you and cure your hardened, cauterized conscience. And if you don't come for help, and you don't repent of this, and you don't get it fixed, in the long, tr- in the long run, you're going to be in deep, deep, deep trouble. The views expressed on the preceding program are those of the host, and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program has been sponsored by Michael W. Smith.